Thanks for listening to the Midwest Flyways podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Midwest Flyways merchandise. You can get all the latest Midwest Flyways merch if you just go to slash shop. Buy our so shit. Midwestflyways.com slash shop. It's really easy. Go buy, buy the rest of it. Going to have some cool stuff still coming out. We're going to run a sale on the stuff soon. So keep checking back. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Guys, we got fucking Rob Vassallo here in the studio today. It's my papa, it's my papi, it's my padre, it's my faja. He is here. Papi, say hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been a while, boys. Rob, how you doing? Loving life. Life yeah. is basically amazing. I'm here in the Twin Cities uh, because I can't go home because it snows every 11 hours in South Dakota. Dude. And the wind's at 50 miles an hour. So it's I'm bad. stuck it's, in the metro. It's, it's a really fucking bad year to oh, be a plow driver. My gosh. Can you imagine, dude? You're, you haven't slept in weeks. No. <laughs> Again, I've been in the Bobcat most of the winter now, moving snow. I've got 14-foot-tall drifts up top Yeah, because I can't move the snow anywhere else, and it's probably cost me uh, a whole tank of fuel already, and that, that tank usually lasts three years. Yeah, like the outside fill-up tank, yeah. you're saying? The Holy diesel God. tank Shit. for the Bobcat, yep. How many gallons is that? Like 560. Oh, my God. <laughs> Put 560 gallons of diesel. Dude, you're a full-time Bobcat driver. Exactly. Eight hours a day. Exactly. Just fucking I moving snow. No life. Yep. I just vibrate when I get out. <laughs> <laughs> you just lay on top of your wife and she loves it. Oh, my God. You're still gosh. vibrating. You've been watching? <laughs> oh, my God. What the? What the fuck? <laughs> what the shit? What the shit? Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. What the shit? What the shit? Oh yeah, I set up cameras yep. at the cabin, so. Oh, boy. I know, it's not good. Well, then you it's could really weird. make money on the internet. No, no one if would want to watch that. pass our stuff around. No one would want to watch that shit. I'm sorry to tell you. I know we're old, but man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy 60's shit. 60's the new 40, are you what kidding me? What the shit? What the shit? Literally. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Holy oh. shit. Yeah, so you're a full-time Bobcat driver and pretty much uh, a full-time babysitter, dude. Dude. Yeah. Yep. Grandpa. This, this week we are uh, Nana and Papa show. Yep. Here in uh, the northwest <laughs> suburbs and we are uh, beating up on a little 8-month-old who's kicking our asses. Dude, it's bad. Yeah. Oh she don't gosh. play, dude. Four don't, of us. Don't four play. adults against one 8-month-old and she's winning. It's yeah. bad. It's not good. We're all walking around like zombies. We're taking shifts at night. Who gets up? Bob. Dude, she's just oh, on one. Oh, it's a bad deal right she's now. She's just on one, dude, at oh, all yeah. times. Wakes up every two hours. Can't Holy stop it. Holy shit. <laughs> Talking. <laughs> no, just whining. Just whining. Whining and crying, and it takes like an hour and a half to put her to bed. Fuck. It's bad. Dude, you know, it's really funny because I was just talking to Mike, who used to work for you, Joey. Yeah, and he Mike, was, uh, remember the carpenter? Yeah. 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 He, he now was, works with He was Cal. telling me. Um, oh, that's right. We were he was telling me about, you know, going out to the cabin and helping 
work on, you know, setting the tree stand up and different stuff with you guys. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I mean, Rob just has such awesome machines out there, you know, like he can do anything. And I was like, yeah. And a bunch of implements on the side of the barn, they'll kill you. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, yeah, I guess I could see that. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. It's just the story of the time we were snowmobiling. (laughs) popped into my head oh my god because you'll remember i almost was impaled on that fucking <laughs> aerator <laughs> on the side of the barn i think you got 20 feet of air but swear to it god it was a lot i Dude, was out on lot. the lake and i saw him do like a, a roll like a salami roll yeah you know, on the on the trampoline yep he just went side over side and relanded again sitting up and i was out on the lake going oh someone just died in the yard Dude, no it was i bad. rob I rolled that snowmobile, and from the lake, you went, hey, <laughs> like that. <laughs> and I was like, we're fucked. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I didn't Rob die on the snowmobile. Yep, I'm going to die it. anyway. <laughs> Dude. Dude, and that snowmobile hit the aerator so hard. No, it didn't, bro. I missed the aerator. I pulled the like handlebar as hard as I could and slid sideways, and that's what Rob's saying. I did the roll. Because I slid until I hit snow again, <laughs> and then the snowmobile just threw me off of it and rolled like two or three times. Remember, I broke the mm. handlebar and the, <laughs> I broke everything on it. Yeah, the fucking the throttle windshield. switch, the windshield was shattered. Oh my god, <laughs> we broke so much of your shit, Rob. Uh, no, I know. But I the know. best part is, is that snowmobile somehow kept running. It's a '97 Jag. <laughs> That thing was so bulletproof. Dude, I remember we flipped it over and rode it, it that day. He bought it for two hundred bucks. From the Nelsons. Yeah. And that's where I got and it, it. And it didn't work. Yeah. And so we looked at it underneath the hood, and it was like a split um, where the cover goes over the um, spark. Motor? No, the spark plug. It went over the spark plug, so we replaced that part, and it just, ring, just started right up. Holy shit. It had no tread on it. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. We could rip donuts on that thing. Hell yeah. In, in, in a snow pile. Yeah. <laughs> you could rip donuts. You know what I mean? He's a snowmobile. Just spin it in circles right in snow. Well, and Rob is the one who taught us that if you tied a rope to the back of the snowmobile to a yeah. scoop shovel, fuck, a metal yeah. scoop shovel, you could ride you tied it to the handle, shovel. you could ride the scoop shovel. Yeah. And of course, you just rip your legs apart because you're trying to keep your legs up, but you're going yeah. for so oh. long. That your legs get tired and, get, and like your legs get sucked underneath you. Dude, you remember I remember that? the ankles getting bent yep. back under the snow. How did we not fuck our ankles up, dude? I don't know. If OSHA ever showed up on our sites, <laughs> oh yeah, we'd all been in prison. There's not you, a construction site in this country. Though, would uh, I mean. did was Cal ever involved in the snow Olympics where we were in the bucket? Oh my god, with the bobcat, I think you should he tell was too that. Big. You should tell that. I don't story. think the bucket would hold probably, him at that time. Right, <laughs> That, that's very possible. Damn, you overloaded the bobcat bucket. Yeah, that's possible. No, I think it was you, your sister Lauren, maybe Jamie, but there maybe your cousin Anthony. It was some. It was a batch of kids. Yeah, and I don't think Cal was in that group that time when we had that much ice and snow on the lake. Yeah, I don't know if I was there. For but that. tell, but tell what you would do to us as yeah, children. So th- the way it worked, everybody had on real bright clothing. Lauren and even you yeah. had on you know snow equipment. Real thick and heavy. And so what I would do is I would make a huge pile of snow on the lake with the bobcat on the ice where it'd be like 20 feet tall. And then I would pick the kids up in the bucket and I would actually come running across the lake at like 13 miles an hour, second gear. Sorry. We're we're in the bucket, Cal. We're in the bucket. 
nine and a half feet in the air, and I would take the bucket and I would flip it. I would flick it <laughs> like you do with your fingers. And I would throw the kids like 15, 20 feet in the air up into this pile of snow, and they would disappear. <laughs> you would never see them. <laughs> and after like the 20th or 30th time, because the kids are screaming, do it again, do it again, do it again, the neighbors call. What oh, no. are you doing to children up on the lake? I freaked out the neighbors because all they saw was flying little children in the Just air. Just out of a bobcat? <laughs> Coming out of a bucket of a bobcat. <laughs> and, of course, Joey could Snow hold Olympics. his own and do a flip. Yeah, but yeah. The girls in the bucket would be like they'd be flailing with their arms coming out. I can't believe nobody got broken bones. I really can't believe it. But the Dude. neighbors on the lake think I am just out there. No, you are out there. Because who else would True. think of that? But the the funnest thing that he did is he'd have us in the bucket and be like, okay, keep your arms and legs inside the bucket. Yeah. And he'd be going so fast. And then he'd, he'd touch the bucket down to the ice and he'd just gradually pick up snow. <laughs> and we're just, we'd get absolutely... Just, in, yeah, just yeah. packed in there. Yeah. We get absolutely packed into the bucket, and you can't move. Dude, it's honestly pretty freaky. Yeah. You literally can't move. It's like 400 I was, pounds I was of snow. your claustrophobia. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and then he would pick up speed and throw us out with snow. It was like the funnest shit. Almost as fun as Roller Coaster Road. You know, 472nd, second. There's a like a sixty five foot dip in the road, Cal. You've been yeah. there, roller coaster road. Oh, when I, had, I know. When I had a suburban. Road. Well, you were in the you were in the car. Yeah, I would hit that at a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> no in, joke. In the suburban, filled with kids, and they'd be screaming to do it again because some people are like, "What's wrong with you?" I'm yeah. like, the kids loved it. They would hit their heads on the hood of the car <laughs> every time. <laughs> And everybody would cry laughing, including me. I would have tears running down the sides of my face. Oh, yeah. I, I will it. never, ever forget my first roller coaster ride. I was like, it was my first time in the cabin, and Joey's like, okay, get ready for the roller coaster. And Rob just punches Rob the pedal. just staring straight ahead. Dead ass serious. This guy's Dale Jr. Immediate. This guy, full on pedal. And, you know. When you're like, mm -hmm. how old was I? Eight? Mm -hmm. Probably. I was like, my dad would never do this. I'm fucked. <laughs> you know? And then you come I'm back up the hill and Satan. you're like, that was awesome. And then I just will never forget every time someone new would come out, me and Joey would just look at each other, not say anything, and Rob would just punch the gas. <laughs> so Ryan's much fun, dude. We did see. Oh, man. Oh, we did Wallen, Nathaniel. Did oh, Nathaniel Mac. got scared as oh, shit. Nathan yeah, Nathaniel. Yep. Yep, we scared the hell out of him oh, every yeah. time he was there. God, what was the dumbest thing we ever did, though, Rob? The dumbest thing? Yeah, you ever remember being like that? That is just royally stupid. Um, boy, because there was a lot. As I far do, as I was concerned, you didn't do a lot of stupid shit. Remember the time we dropped the dumbbell off of the the bridge? Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that was your little brother, or I no, scared your little brother. No, it no, was that was, was just and me and Joey. There was no one else there. Well, no, your brother was in the house and heard me yelling. Oh, he was downstairs, though, playing. That's what it was. It was me and Joey on the was bridge. It Isaac or, or Mike? Yeah, Isaac got to stay. Isaac. <laughs> me and Joey had to leave. Yeah, so I build this multi-million dollar home on Bass Lake in Plymouth. I put in hardwood floors. I put in two bridges over the top. Beautiful. Leading from one loft to another loft. And these little douchebags yep. take a, <laughs> we had a an, iron an iron and dumbbell. throw it off. 
you know, down no, to the no, floor. No, no. The hard it is to replace one little piece of hardwood flooring. So fucking hard. You know the worst part is? We weren't even throwing it. No, we, we were, were rolling, rolling it. it back just, and forth to each other. And it suddenly, it went, it just went to the surprising. left. It just suddenly <laughs> took a fucking left turn, rolled right off the edge. We went downstairs and I'll never forget. Jane said, you should probably go play at Cal's house for a while. And we went out. Mom told you, us to leave. Yeah. She's like, you need to leave. We needed now. to leave. I was, I, I turned red. Yeah. And I snapped. <laughs> right. Right. It was one of my days. That's why I will never have a heart attack, Cal. Because I never hold anything in, ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And oh I've God. got more of a filter than my mom and dad, New York filter. Yeah. Okay, but I still will never die of a heart attack because I will never have anything in my closet that shouldn't be there. Yeah. It's going to oh, be he'll shared. Tell he'll tell you. Oh, <laughs> man. No, it's so great, too, because in that moment, um, like, I'll, I remember being in Do my head. I remember... Did you see Jesus? I did, yeah. No, and I, I remember thinking, I see Jesus, and I actually... <laughs> I am glad that it was actually, you know, in a way, I'm glad that it was me because if any of Joey's other friends heard Rob yell like that and it wasn't like their second dad, they'd never come over. They would never come back. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Me, I was like, oh, fuck. You know how spot on you are? My friends would never come back to do a sleepover at my house with my mother. My mother was the Wicked Witch of the West. (laughs) And when she raised her voice, the neighbors left. Yeah. It wasn't just my friends. Like she'd clear out a whole block, knowing that she was on one. She was gonna, she was gonna whoop on somebody pretty bad. You know? If you were just like out in the street, hey, come here, <laughs> just whip the shit out of them. Holy every time shit. I ran away, every time I ran away, they would come looking for me right away. I would climb a ten and twelve slate roof to smoke cigarettes up on the roof. You know, when I was a kid. <clears throat> or I would run away, and and they would come down the street trying to find me, and she would talk like that too. Like Robert De Niro. You know, my mom was mm. like Robert De Niro. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. I'll fucking kill you. You know, that kind of oh, thing. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, the 60s uh, were stick a in different. Sticking the neck with a soldering iron. Dude, the 60s were obviously different than the 2000s. Oh, my God. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Right. The volume of the yelling is still the same. Yeah. Just what's said, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop your family bloodline with you right now. You're <clears throat> dead. Shit. Anyhow, I can't think of anything else you guys did to hurt the neighborhood or anything like that. I'm sure you... You don't remember anything like crazy we did at the lodge back in the day? No. We had so many of your friends, but that was the time when we were just developing the place and we had like... Uh, tracks on the ground for biking. You guys yeah. could go in circles. And oh, we yeah. told that story. Stuff. We told that story last podcast of you making jumps and Cal eating shit at Pete Carlson's house. <laughs> yeah, remember, remember when, we when went Cal out there. Just, Smoked himself. Remember you. Remember you built the one that we were supposed to just go up and then get speed at the top of it to go back down it. Okay. To okay. go off another jump. Okay. And remember, I just went flying off of that jump <laughs> and didn't hit. You know, it wasn't built for going off of. It was built for going up and down. Ah, okay. So when I got the air, there was no more ramp. You know, to go back down on the it other hits side. Flat ground. Hit flat ground. Came off my bike. Ooh. And remember, I was like the wind was knocked out of me really bad. Couldn't okay. talk. Okay. You and Joey walked over to me and you were crying laughing. <laughs> and you were like, are you okay, bud? Like trying to get it out. And I was so, the wind was knocked out of me so bad that I couldn't talk, remember? I was trying to say words. Cal Ness couldn't talk to you. Holy shit. Oh my God. <laughs> First time, last time. Cal couldn't talk. Fuck. Hey, dad. Real quick. It was the that- only time in his life. Go ahead. 
That was the alarm. I got to talk about one of our sponsors here. One of your really neat sponsors. One of our really neat sponsors this year is Migra, Migra Ammunition. And it's they have this cool uh, patented technology. It's called Stack Load. And so they stack the uh, the larger load, the two-shot, and then the four-shot. So it all comes out very nicely and patterns very consistently. Wow. I've never shot a better consistent load. You know right. how when you'd go out and shoot and you'd get a random couple of clicks? Yeah. That pisses you oh, off. Oh, it happens the to me worst. all the time. Pisses you the fuck off, huh? Oh, my gosh. Well, this, I've only had two bad loads, and that's because they were sitting in water in my bag for about eight weeks. Uh, and that's the only bad load that I've had, and I looked at it, and I was like, yeah, I deserve that one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Rusty. But the way you take care of things, yeah. Right, exactly. Right. And we talk about that all the time on the podcast, so thank you for bringing that back up. But oh, sure. Yeah, it's I hard not to. I just to know you. But that's how it, <laughs> this is how it looks inside oh, the load. Wow. It's pretty epic. Unreal. Twos and then fours. So, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. So the fours are first. The smaller pellets are first. So these ones are the hard-hitting ones. And then these ones spread out more. So you are going to hit something. Unbelievable. It's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Yeah, so you left me a box at that at yeah. the Red Roof Inn. Yeah. For when, when you get you a few more. When you sneak down and shoot stuff right off the boat landing. Me? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Would I wait till three ducks are lined up to shoot them? No. How can you say that? That's crazy talk. Fuck. Oh have you been talking to the neighbors? Yes. They yeah, do think all, you're out there. All zero of your neighbors because yeah. you live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but guys, go check out Migra Ammunitions. Thank you so much for sponsoring the podcast. Heck yeah. Um, we have some questions for you, Rob. We have some cre- questions, yeah. Bobby. Can I, can I start with the... Is this where the grilling starts? Yes. Yeah, we will begin grilling you now. It is an interrogation. We're going to put you on the trigger. Um, who did you learn the most from in terms of just hunting in general, like being outdoors? Great question. I would have to probably say, sorry, I would probably have to say Pete Carlson, Lauren Dorweiler. Um, since we were all partners in Ultimate Bird Outfitters back in the 80s, I believe, maybe a little bit of 90s, <clears throat> I spent most of my time with Pete and Lauren. Uh, but we had everybody from around the planet. We had guys from Chicago. Uh, the Wayne Peach uh, group, and we had people from Southern Illinois. We had uh, Adam Rometta, Grady Stevens, Corey Kohler, um, Woo Woo. I can't even think of his real name. Woo Woo died, <laughs> unfortunately. But oh, no. Stan was talking we about. We had every professional caller from Southern Illinois in our group. Pete brought them all back from Illinois to help us build the lodge, our first lodge out on La Quiparo. Mm-hmm. And then they went to work for us as guides on that first lodge. That's how we paid for the first lodge, was bringing people out there to hunt, which we've talked about on a podcast before. The Kevin McHale's, the um, Puckett. What was Puckett's? Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett. Yep. Kevin McHale. Kirby Puckett came and hunted at the lodge? Yeah. And (laughs) McHale. And uh, Ken Herbeck. We had Ken Herbeck. We had in the blind, we had Ken Herbeck. And Kevin McHale in the same blind. And I've got a videotape from the 80s or the 90s of them talking about what they used to do in the day. It's amazing. That's so crazy. Hmm. They hung with Michael Jordan. They partied with Larry Bird. I mean, these guys were partiers. Yeah. Where they could party all night, get no sleep, and go play basketball the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
it was amazing to sit with him. Ken Herbeck was cool as all get out. And I loved him because he was a, a, a true Minnesota boy. But that's the people I spent time with, including Tim Grounds, including the Freddie Zinks. We had everybody out at the lodge because we had half of Southern Illinois. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? The and place they all was talked like Paducah, about it. Kentucky. You know, <laughs> yeah. people were just didn't so you have, out uh, there. Didn't you have Kelly Powers there a lot, too? Yep. Yep. That's we had, wild. We had people I can't even remember. We had uh, somebody you might have known, Cal, I'm not sure, the big guy that played for the New England Patriots. I'm trying to think of his oh, name. Oh, um, he's famous. Vince like, Wilfork? No. Big guy. No. He was a big red-headed guy. He was huge. And he guided for us also. He couldn't even blow a call when he first got there. But he was famous. And so yeah, Pete, yeah, he brought the right Pete was a magnet to famous people. That's all. Whoever Pete knew, they were just famous. It was just stupid. You've talked about that guy before, and, yeah. and, I, and I, recognize, I recognize the name. So he was oh, famous yeah, in the 80s to, and 90s he was for the like Patriots. Buford Pusser, but I can't think of his real name. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> Buford Pussard. He was such a neat guy, and his wife would come, and his little kids would come, and he would stay at the lodge with us for, you know, months at a time. <clears throat> but we had incredible hunters from mostly Illinois. So that's When did I'm All-Star with. really start taking off? All-Star started in 77, and it actually took off in uh, 92. Okay. That's when Pete and Lauren were with me. Mm. So 92, we were working out of our basement on Eagle Lake in Maple Grove. And we started, Rev had seven roofing crews. Remember Rev? Mm -hmm. OP One Punch Rev? <clears throat> he had seven roofing crews. And so that's where it really started to take off in the basement of the Eagle Lake house. Yeah. It used to just be Rob and Mark, Marlo, you know, doing everything. And then Dennis Heath. And then we started with two guys and then it ended up 200 guys by the time we were done. And I think they still have a pretty big crew right now. But, but you think you learned the most from Pete and Lauren? Yeah. I hired two sober guys. Both Pete and Lauren were both sober. They were young, and they were just go-getters. Well, you know Pete Carlson. Yeah. Well, he Cal... Would, Pete, Pete was running man. Cal, uh, my dad gives me shit for how much time and energy I put into hunting. Yeah. He's like, bud, Pete and Lauren, they, they tried for three years to do hunting and construction. Finally, they figured out... If you want to hunt all the time, you need to kill it in construction, and then you can hunt. Yeah. And he tells me this. Um, a hundred times. Every four days. <laughs> every four days, he gives me shit, you know? Yep. And, um, but what's crazy is those guys were so good at hunting, they just didn't have social media. I can't imagine. Exactly. Right. I can't imagine if those That's guys didn't. the difference. If those guys had social media. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't yep. even imagine. Yeah, because Pete wanted to be Tony Dean. Pete wanted to have his own store like Cabela's. Yeah. Pete had a real big vision of they were going to make it. They were going to have their own store. He was going to be a Tony Dean because Pete thought he was Tony Dean. You mm. don't even know who that is. No, no idea. Of course. Tony yeah. Dean is what you guys do. He had a TV show? Yeah. Yep. Yep. But again, it's like you said, the media is the whole difference. You two, I can't believe what has happened because of social media being instant. It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. But still, I'll still stick with my story. If you want to really retire early and be wealthy and hunt all over the world, right? You you do the construction heavy and the hunting light. Sure. So my thing is, you guys have already got six years in. We're hunting right. all over the all over the world right now. Right. My my thing is, I'm young. I don't want to have to do everything when I'm sixty. 
and then probably die at 64 because exactly. of all the bullshit that I've smoked, inhaled, been around, breathed in by accident on Stressed construction out sites. On. You know, all the bad food that I eat, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to be like Uncle Orville, great Uncle Orville, Work till retire. Diet, yeah, 69. Harvey Pusser. Dude, he fucking retired and died two years later, and he yeah. worked his ass off his entire life. It's like, I don't want to do that. Dude, that's a real thing, though. Yeah. No, it's I really like don't want to people do that. that retire and don't stay busy with shit. That's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not necessarily that you have to keep working. Well, but he, I think a lot of people retire and then they just they just like chill. I don't know. Well, Orville is I love that name actually. It's so old school, but oh, Orv God. Orv, Uncle Orv, he uh he worked on the railroads. Yeah. And he died from lung cancer or leukemia, something like that, because they used asbestos on train brakes. Yeah. And so when the trains would come into the station, they'd be hammering their brakes. And then the guys working on the railroad would just breathe that shit in. Yeah. Holy you shit. Know? There's just like dust everywhere in the air. My grandpa was telling me about it. He's just like, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It's fucking insane. <clears throat> and I think, See, or- that's why I think Orv was tra- like changing brakes on trains. I wouldn't doubt it. Yep. But- he also had a job after the railroad each day, too. He worked his butt off. <clears throat> and that's why I looked at that also. Because I loved Wally Anderson. I still do love Wally Anderson. Right. And I was part of the family. And so that really bothered me when Orv worked like that, like a dog, and then died so fast. I'm like, that's not going to be for me. So when All-Star really made it, I retired at 40. Yeah. And that's that's unbelievable. Yeah. It's um, insane. Unfortunately, I had to go back to work because Obama ruined the whole entire economy everywhere. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it was amazing that I was able to retire at 40. Yeah, that's crazy. And I mean, raise my kids and coach them in sports and build them homes, you know, flip homes, blah, blah, blah. Life was amazing. What's yeah. insane, Cal, is out of all the years that he was coaching and like all the sports that I did in high school, right, which is a lot, um, Rob only missed one game. The entire like sports career of yeah, my yeah. life, one game. He and coached was, half of them. Right. And then it was the it was my first varsity goal for Heritage. Yeah, dude. Well, me and Rob, me and Rob went to a lot of soccer games. Mm-hmm. And then Cal would sleep over after the game and for like played, seventeen nights in a row. Yep. And then we would play soccer in the backyard till three thirty in the morning. Remember that? I remember that. Remember we were never inside fucking, kids. You guys had so much fun. Remember how much soccer we played in the backyard? Oh yeah. Holy dude, shit, dude! I don't even know how you guys slept sometimes. I know. I mean, we were literally playing tennis and soccer until like 4 a.m. Me, Nathaniel, Matt, I know. Joey. I mean, it was like but, I mean, Friday, Saturday. I was at work in MoFo. Yeah. At that time, I could sleep no matter what. Yeah. So Fox yeah, News blaring in the background. <laughs> just sleeping. Can you believe what they're doing to this country? Puts Rob, him right like, to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Wakes up vibrating. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. We're back All to right. vibrating. Okay. All right, guys. Hey, really quick here. Want to bring up another great sponsor that we have. Um, Onyx Hunt. Listen, Onyx Hunt has absolutely changed the way that I'm able to hunt because unlike doing what Rob had to do where they looked at plat maps and then they would hang a cone or a shoe or something on the tree post where you could enter the property. Now, right? Much easier. Yeah. GPS. Onyx. I could just you I send a pin. Rob, could you imagine back in the day when you had to go and ask for permission, you had to look in a book and figure oh out which gosh. road you were on? You know how much time that took? Right. <clears throat> That's why Pete would send out Grady, Adam, Rob, Lauren. We'd all go different directions and find where the birds were and then go meet with the farmers. He had to send an army out to find it versus what you guys have done. 
Yeah, I mean, we still we we send people out. The difference too, though, now is we like just know where the guy we lives. We find it, and now we know the address. Yeah, we you know, know we can find it. a phone number a lot of the time. Right. Give somebody a call and talk to them. That's a and game changer, isn't it? Game changer. Another great game changer. One of my favorite features. Two things. You can check the wind direction. So you can actually set a waypoint on your phone of like a, a field that you want to hunt. You can set a waypoint in the field, like butted up to where a good spot in the field is to hide. And then you can set optimal wind direction. So you can say like northwest wind Unreal. is optimal for that spot. Unreal. It'll show you a 10-day calendar that tells you the specific time of day that your wind will be optimal for that specific spot. Unreal. So it'll say like Wednesday at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, wind's sure. going to be northwest wind, 20 miles an hour, perfect. And it'll give you a green light. It helps so plan look at, your entire hunt. It's look insane. At here. I just picked a random place in St. Cloud, yep. and I turned on the wind the wind app on there. It says it's five miles an hour out of the east in that area. Isn't Unreal. that insane? Yeah, that's just it's insane. That's incredible. And then you can just set so uh, much time. You can set radius radius points too. So like I can say like I need to be 500 feet away from every house. I can set a waypoint on my spot, set a 500 foot radius, and it'll show me an outlined area of where 500 feet away from sure. me is everywhere. So, so you're I not never even get a have ticket to, either. Never, right. never have Unreal. to worry about it's how far insane. I am. That Onyx. Is. It's insane. Onyx is insane. Onyx is on and it. Onyx is on it Onyx like Neil Bonnet. <laughs> Joey, Joey and I have used the feature too. You can track your, your way in. So if you're walking through like cattails oh, and stuff, dude. you turn on tracker. If no service or anything, doesn't matter. And it'll track the line you walk from a GPS point all Unreal. the way out to where you go. Yeah. So when you leave... You, you just, just have to pull your phone path. up and just take the same path. Oh You're never lost. Gosh. It's, insane. it's insane. Or you're boating in the dark yeah. and you don't know how you got there because everything looks the same in the dark. Yeah. You just follow that little line you know, on your phone. We should probably just get you on X on your <laughs> we phone. Should, we should get you. Oh, we should definitely put sure. You could use it for phone. fishing pins on the right. lake. No, I 100%. need that for sure. Yeah. Right now we use Navionics and Judy has like 300 pins on Big Stone Lake, the north end. Yeah. She'll go, oh, it's right over there, Rob. I'm like, I look at her phone. I'm like, What? Right. There's 30 spots. Which one should I choose? Oh, the purple See now, one. I There's used six to, purple ones. So, yeah, I need that on my phone. Navionics is what I used when we bow fished a lot because it tells you the lake depth, and then it got way off. Right. It, it's not. It doesn't I know. It's update. not true. It's not true. And so that's when I switched to Onyx just because if it's not going to give me the depth of, of the lake, I better, I better have like a navigation tool that actually works well for exactly. the navigation side. Yeah, so that's so why. You guys need to hook me up. We'll get well, you. We'll hook you up. Yeah. And I, I know I know that people use it for deer hunting too because they'll set a waypoint. Then I they can show. That was your deal. Isn't Onyx your deal? Yeah. 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 I'm saying people, you could use it for deer hunting though too. I can you use know, it you for You and Judy can use it for everything. Yeah. You can say, hey, this is where you came through. This is a specific spot. It's perfect. You just use it whipping yeah. out. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so, hey, go to Onyx Hunt and learn more today. All right. Anyway, Joey, do you have oh, another yeah, question yeah, for yeah, Rob yeah. here? Oh, my God. Dad, you're. I know I'm not right. I've I'm never gonna, been right. I probably should have been born in Paducah, Kentucky. I'd have fit right you in. You look like it. <laughs> You've gone to the dentist. The fact that enough. I live right now in Mayberry RFD, where I live, you know, yeah, that's, there's more animals than people, and that's where a guy like me should be. Yeah. Oh my God. So, what do you got for another question? See, such a fucking <laughs> you rat bastard. <laughs> uh, do you remember Mo like Lucky Ducks and Mojos coming out? Oh gosh, yeah. How crazy was it for real? Like, how much of a game changer was it when a spinning wing decoy oh came? There are so many birds that died in that change of nothing to something. Yeah, with those those winged 
birds? Holy crap. And I think when they first started, it was real limited use. I think they made it and used it for the first two weeks or something like that or over water. I can't remember exactly. <clears throat> but once you were allowed to use them, it was just stupid. Remember that, that piece of uh, that duck club we had in Graceville? Yeah. Even there, we could pound the ducks every week. Right. You know what I mean? And after a year or two of those machines, uh, it completely changed. The birds, you know, were edgedomicated at that point. Yeah. So Stan right Guzzi, away, it was, it was astonishing. Stan Guzzi said if there was a lake and there were three spots on a lake, there was an A spot, a B spot, and a C spot. If you, in before Mojo's, if you weren't in A spot, maybe in B spot and C spot, you shoot a couple of ducks. He said when Mojo's came out, you could be in spot D, and if you had one mojo, the other three guys wouldn't shoot a fucking wouldn't thing. Wouldn't shoot a thing. Exactly. That's how it first came out. Innovation. Because they came out in like 99. Is that I think what it was? I think oh, it is what it was. Was it that late? Yeah. I think it was. Anyway. I think oh, it was 99. I'll look it up. Huh. But I remember at that duck club how insane it was because we had like four. We had four of them out, and I remember right. being like, that's a lot. Right. 1995. 1995 is Mojo's when came out. came out in 1995. So I was two years old. Okay. You were but two I, years yeah. old? I didn't get you one for Christmas? No. 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 I you got you get, a gun. That's right. You got me the 22 when I was four. That's right. A little rifleman. Okay, uh, Rob. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. South Dakota oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, what, if you, like, think back in terms of duck and goose hunting, is there one memory, you know, right now that would pop out as being like that was, you know, a crazy, like one of the craziest hunts or one of the craziest places that I ever had? No hunted? question. And it, <clears throat> it's quite simple. We were in a field between Chicago and Barrie, Minnesota. It was a cornfield, chopped up cornfield. And we had heard that there was a buttload of greenies coming. <clears throat> so we went out there one morning. There was probably eight of us. And here came a cyclone. Of mallards, there's five to ten thousand mallards. You in layup lines, huh? Layup lines. Were you how in how layup we lines? Just laying how in we... corn. We had back then. We had camel that was corn camel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you didn't have anything on top of you. you Nothing were just... on top of us. We were just laying in the field. And Holy Pete, shit. You know, Pete, Lauren, Rob, Peach, Grady, blah blah blah. There was like eight or nine of us, and we're just laying there. And here comes this cyclone, and it's like, oh. My gosh, just like laying at Minneapolis airport and listening to the planes come in. And <clears throat> Pete goes, nobody shoot. He just yelled it because I was just about to just put the gun on my leg and just sit there yeah. and just pump him in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he goes, nobody shoots. We all just laid there for the next half hour and listened to these mallards coming down all around us. It's like nothing I've ever seen. I'll probably never witness anything like it again. Five to 10,000 greenhead mallards. And they just kept coming in, quacking, and wings bristling with noise as they were trying to come down fast. You know how they clover leaf? Yeah. Think about five to 10,000 coming down like that all around you, and you're just laying there. It's the most incredible thing you can ever even witness. Pretty cool. So that was my favorite thing, and I didn't, nobody shot a gun. You just watched them come oh and leave. Oh, my gosh. Yep, we just watched them come and leave. And then everybody didn't say a word for like 20 minutes. Really, you guys all just laying there thinking. Nobody about it. talking. Everybody's just looking at it in wonder. It was yeah. Nat Geo. I mean, the only thing missing was David Attenborough. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. it. 
Yeah. <laughs> Here you will see the Drake Mallard with his penis fully erect coming down to the Susie Hen Mallard feeding in the cornfield. As you can see, they are not watching the men laying in corn camouflage. With their penis in their hand. With Holy their shit. penis in their hand, watching as God's wonder flutters around them, in, on, and in between them. <laughs> oh my God. Holy fuck. Oh, That's so, that so good. So, best. would you, like, if, let's just say, theoretically, we were, like, somewhere, North Dakota, you know, somewhere, and we were, like, <clears throat> called you. We we're, like, hey, you know that thing that blew your mind? If if we called you and said you need to drive out here right now, you need to experience that one would more you time do it? in your life. Oh, I'm sure I would. You would come, especially in North Dakota. I'm an hour and a half away, right? Where I live, yeah, right. Might no, have to I try think and make that phone call. That would be yeah. worth that. Yeah, no, I've worth I've talked to him about that before. I'm like, hey, if I get on a really good one and you're within about three hours, you want to come? He's like, well, you'd have to let me know. And Judy's like, absolutely, go, go. So like, if I told Judy, yeah. to tell him to go, he'd go. Oh yeah, yeah. What, what do I bring? You might get that phone call, Dude, man. Back in the day, be ready. When I was growing up, Rob wouldn't—he wouldn't make me. He'd just be like, "We're listening to this on the way." Like he just had like audio tapes and whatever, like CDs, and he had Richard Pryor doing stand up and Eddie Murphy in the Red Leather. Oh yeah, me doing stand up. So gosh, Dude. and the Jerky Boys. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I just grew up with so many accents around me yeah if there was like hardly ever would you hear rob just speak in a normal voice just like oh god <laughs> just hey, aunt, it was why don't you come to dinner aunt? Right. To I, was, I like to mason. be jackie mason i like to be somebody else all the time right i wasn't comfortable on my own skin <laughs> holy <night>. shit <laughs> dude i'll never forget all the movies that we watched driving in the cabin <laughs> Sorry, it's incredible. Us. Rob had this is before nav screens were a thing. Exactly. And remember, you every time you would get a new truck, it was like the second thing you would do would have the put them have them put yeah, in the same machine. The DVD machine. The radio. The only one. The only, I had the only machine that would play a movie while we were driving. The rest yep. of them would shut the whole thing down. I had them remove that little piece. Yeah. And, and whenever we'd go somewhere, we'd watch movies. Yep. You guys epic. would. I was actually driving, being yeah. careful. Uh, you'd, you'd but I knew laugh. every word to every For movie. Sure. And you'd yeah. laugh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I just Dude. wouldn't <laughs> take my eyes off Holy the road. Holy shit. I had precious cargo in the back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two little two, two, two legitimate little movies I'll never forget watching. Warriors. <laughs> oh, my God. And Swordfish. Warriors. Swordfish and Warriors. Oh my god. Dad, dad. What, what was are the second one, Cal? Swordfish. Oh my. No, that was bad. Rob? Oh my god. Put gosh. that on silent. Let's be a little professional. Dude, here. that is so funny. I would yeah, I will never forget that. Just warriors. And then do you remember too, we'd all we would never stop for food, really? We, we would always pull over. <laughs> and the cooler, hey, what did the cooler always have? Snap peas. Yep. Deli meat. Yep. Mustard. Yep. Plenty of mustard. Yep. Swiss cheese. Coca-Cola. Always Swiss cheese. Always Coca-Cola. Ice cold. Coca-Cola. Yep. Always, I can't believe it's not butter Gatorade. <laughs> yep. I can't believe it's not butter. That's a no fucking good. That's a non-starter, son. The spray pump. That's a non-starter, son. It's 300 calories and 1750 <laughs> of, of cholesterol. Oh, my God. Okay. Damn. <laughs>
I can't believe it's not butter spray. Like it was going out of style. Yeah, hundred percent. I remember just spraying that in my mouth. Um, guys, I will never forget. I had never seen that shit, dude, in my life. And one day, I Rob asked me if I want a sandwich. Driving, you're like ten years old, and he takes a piece of bread. I don't even know what he's got in his hand. It's like oil spray, you know. This guy's just fucking pumping butter all over this thing, spraying this shit. I'm like, what is that? I thought it was sunscreen, bro. <laughs> Spraying, but he's like, butter spray, bud. Oh my like, gosh. What? Dude, I can't believe it's not butter spray. That's amazing. Oh dad, my gosh. dad, tell the story of you and grandpa on the plane with the muffin. Oh my gosh. So that's where it came from, Cal. My dad and I are flying to Scottsdale. I had a home in Scottsdale. Yeah. I take my dad every month. And on the plane... We were sitting on the two seats, and next to us, there was three seats. (laughs) And there was these three gals on there. The one girl in the middle pulls out the butter and the spray pump. (laughs) Hits her muffin 17 times with the spray pump butter. And she's eating it. My dad, with no filter from New York, leans over and goes, Oh, my God. Look at her with the spray pump butter. Like that. And I'm trying to hold my dad. I'm putting a pillow over his mouth so he wouldn't talk. And these poor girls are over there like three shades of red. You know what I mean? Oh, my gosh. And I was crying. I was trying to stop my dad, and he couldn't stop. Holy fuck. He was like Rodney Dangerfield, you know? And these poor girls are like almost in tears. Right, right after that, I rushed out and bought my own pump butter. Are you- <laughs> Oh, and oh this is why God. I tell him, Cal, if I get like that, pull the plug. <laughs> pull the plug. Don't leave me around to torture people like that. Just take you on an Onyx trail and don't use Tracker. Leave. I just, Fuck. I often wonder what's going to happen with me when I get into that situation. Yeah. I wonder. Dad, when you get that old, you're, you're kind of there, not like... <laughs> Not in the That's dementia, up, not in the dementia realm, Rob, but in the, you gonna let him dog you like that, bro? Damn! But in the hearing aid world, you are there. You there. can't hear shit, and that's why one of our sponsors is Soundgear because they give us hearing protection. Yeah. to protect uh. your hearing when you're shooting guns and working on the job site and all that. So, okay. yeah, Joey said to me when we did, when we started like thinking about a hearing protection sponsor, he's like, "Well, I want the best because." My dad's gonna need I know, it ten my, years ago. My yeah, my I don't dad, want to end up like how my dad. my dad is. I can't. I, don't I can't do that. You I don't want to be like my dad. Right. Yeah, Only in certain ways. Right. Right. So no. we went out and we had to get the best, the best hearing protection sponsor. Ah, I've heard about those. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually Starkey owns Sound Gear, and Starkey makes like the most hearing aids in the nation. One of the top okay. three or whatever. Okay. I don't know. Top what they three. Are. And so probably top. They like stick like this injection molding in your ear. And it forms perfectly to your ear canal, right? And all that, and so then they make it out of plastic. And when you when it goes over a certain decibel, it cancels out the noise, but you can still hear everyone talking. You can still wow. hear the beer, the birds in the air, and and you can still taste your beer. It's pretty cool. It's crazy. <laughs> and uh, no, it's it's honestly the coolest product on the market. Wow, it's an important product because it's like if you do the they're rechargeable. It's Bluetooth compatible. Right. Hooks up so to your phone. Hooks up to your phone. If I'd have had them when I was a kid, you I can, wouldn't be. You can listen like to music. Right. right. It'll still amplify sounds. I mean, it's crazy. But yeah, you guys should go is. out. You should go out and check out soundgear.com to find your hearing aid protection needs. If you don't want to spend $1,400, we have a, 
a discount code MWF twenty five one twenty five. MWF one twenty five gets you one hundred twenty five bucks off pair of instant <laughs> wow. fits, which are still the second best. They look thing like you the normal earplugs, except they're still noise canceling. You just stick them in your ear and you can pull them out. It's not like molded yeah. to your ear or anything. Okay, okay, super nice. But yeah, if you don't want to be like my dad and you want to have your hearing when you're older, what? go check out Sound Gear. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> huh? Oh my god! Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god rob is is duck and goose hunting your favorite type of hunting um might not be i don't know i love duck hunting yeah absolute love hunting especially with you guys yeah <clears throat> but i love all of the hunting and the fishing there is no favorite over another i love it all and where i live it's just stupidville the hunting and the fishing yeah. is incredible yeah and i can't wait to get your kids out there when they oh, get yeah. older you know Yep. I can't wait to take Aziza May fishing. Good Lord. Right. She'll be hooked. Like oh, yeah. you used to be. You know? Oh, yeah. I just caught too many fish. She's a duck prodigy now, though. Well, he got hooked at two and a half on duck hunting without even knowing it. Yeah. Right. You know? Good Lord. Shit in his pants. And after, uh, after a quick stint of partying, I came back to it. Right. You know? Right. Right. I don't know what even brought that on. I partied so hard from like 17 to 20. Yeah. And worked my butt off at the same time. But and all of a sudden, like one fall, I'm like, I should go duck hunting. Killed my limit without on even the pallets. like. You were out without, there on the pallets. Oh, no, because we didn't live there anymore. Oh. So I took a different way onto the lake. Okay. And I'm just like, damn, this is really fun. I totally forgot about that. And then the next day I went hunting. And then I had the next day off of work. I went hunting for like five days in a row. And I didn't have, even have a boat. So I did all this research myself before Onyx was a thing. So I didn't know what was like accessible, what was legal to hunt. Pretty wild. Cool. And then, well, I, I think, you know, the other side of it too, though, <coughs> I would say once you started duck hunting again, though, you were a way happier person. <laughs> Truthfully. Because there was a stint there where we were living together where you were just like not a super happy dude all the time. Right, right. Right. Well, it, it also brought me closer to God, too. Yeah. You know? Like, I just woke up one morning, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go duck hunting again. Went out to some little public lake that I had hunted 15 times already that year. Didn't know if I was going to shoot ducks, and it was, like, really cold. All the cattails were frosted, and I just watched the sunrise come up, and I'm like, yeah, this isn't by chance, you know? Like, every single snowflake that is falling is completely different. This duck that's flying, like, somehow we're in the same place, and I connected perfectly and shot him and all these colors on him. I'm like, this is not by accident. God definitely created all this. And it's like, man, I haven't spent time in, with God in a long time, and that's where I felt like I spent the most time with God was hunting by myself. So, well, cool. well so, yeah, it definitely uh, brought me back to that. You know, I don't know if Joey's ever brought this up, Rob, but legitimately – you know, real truth, the way I partially look at it is, you know, you're partially responsible for us doing Midwest flyways because at the end of the day, if you hadn't put that love for that hunting into Joey, right. Then he wouldn't have gotten back into it. And Joey then getting me into it changed my life for sure. You know, so it's definitely, it's kind of a crazy, it's an amazing, um, effect, you know, sure. that, that, that one thing will have, which is sort of insane when you think about like taking a person oh, hunting the, for the first time. The butterfly effect. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That ripple was pretty big. Totally. Yeah, pretty it's big. Insane. Totally. That's yeah, so and cool. I would. It's crazy because that stuff also motivates you know part of, you know parts of my life that aren't hunting too. 
you know, you see that success, you see that opportunity and you see how much you love or feel fulfilled by a being closer to God, B doing, you know, hunting, being out hunting with your very best friends. Hmm. It's way more, it's way cooler than any party I've ever been to. (laughs) Truthfully. That's for sure. Watching the sun come up. Yeah. Yeah. Would you rather watch the sun come up with a a gun in your hand or would you rather watch the sun come up while you're throwing up under a car? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Or not watch the sun come up ever. You know, um, Dad, last podcast we did, I was telling Cal, not about like a conspiracy theory, but. Oh, um, yeah. We have to. Last year, I didn't wear sunglasses one time. I'm so glad you brought this back up. All summer. Didn't wear sunglasses one time. And you know me. I burn. In the sun, right? right? Unlike you, because you don't you're have more European skin. You're right. more Italian than I am. You right. just turn black, right? And you look good. You tan, motherfucker. BLM, no question. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> and uh, um, so I I read online that when you wear sunglasses, your retinas take in the sunlight, and it tells your brain how much melanin for your skin to produce. And it's and it protects your skin, but when you're wearing sunglasses, it tells your brain that it's darker than it is, and so it doesn't produce enough melanin. Unreal. And it'll burn your skin. And so, all last year, I was like, no, no fucking way. You know, I'm gonna test this because I'm white, sure. so white. Sure. And my nose always gets super burnt, and I didn't wear sunglasses once. The only time that I burned is when I was in Hawaii. And that's because the sun is so much closer right. and it's so much hotter. Right. And um, that's the only time that I burned so all year. So it's true. Dude. Unreal. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought this up. And Cal didn't believe me. I was wrong. <laughs> There's he so much me, research. He told me you this. don't have a vendor Rob, with sunglasses? He told no. me this last week on the podcast. And I was like, there's no way that's real. He's giving me Just so much shit about it. Just because I put sunglasses on, I'm now not, not going to burn. So after this, obviously, I'm pretty intrigued about it. So I do some research. Guess what? Joey's right. What? It's real, dude. Did you just it's say Joey's right? Wait a I minute. Did. Stop. I, did. I, I know. Stop it, the cameras right now. I know. Wait a minute. This I've is never heard be, you say that. It's insane. <laughs> oh, my God. So no, true. It is, also it true. Is true. Oh God. Both of the things are true. <laughs> it's the first time I've said that. And also, Joey was <laughs> right. <been> true. <laughs> I'm like reading about this. Oh and I texted. Let me get I my calendar. I got to write that down. I got to write that down. Remember this day. I texted you, right? Yeah. I texted you, and I was Cal like, goes, holy oh shit, God. the sun sh- sunglasses thing. And I'm like, I told you, dude. I texted him. I was like, I can't believe you're right about this melanin. That melanin thing is real. It blew my whole mind. No it's doubt. real. Well, he should know, though. He's got a skin condition. He yeah. can write his name on his arm with his fingernail, and it'll stay there for a couple days, mm-hmm. you know? It's like a tattoo. So weird. <laughs> so ridiculous. It would puff out, yeah. So my wife being so homeopathic and so, like, non-medicine, she's like, we're going to get you good sunscreen. And I'm like, what do you mean good sunscreen? She goes, well, your skin is your biggest organ, and all of these sunscreens have cancer-causing agents. They're carcinogenic. Right. And I'm like, whatever, you know? And then I look into it. I'm like, oh, my God, it's killing us, you yeah. know? And if you look at skin cancer rates, it started about 1940s, and that's right when they came out with sunscreen. That's when people started dying of skin cancer. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. And, like, sunglasses got big in the 1920s. And so it's just like, what is going on, you know? That's our government. That's what it is. No, it's, I mean, it's a consumer product. If someone's going to buy it, you're going to make it, you know? Right. And so it's just like. Fear. They, they, they. 
That's how they treat us. They, they give us fear on everything. One week, coffee's a benefit. The next week, it's not. One week, butter will kill you. Then the next week, it'll keep you healthy. Well, the newest if one you is use, I can't believe not butter stray, spray, though. See? <laughs> then it's a workaround. It's not Call even somebody, real butter. Cal, it's like, get on it. So I'm saying the newest and one I is love eggs. It. I love it that mm. I'm gonna start using natural sunscreen and then I'm gonna smoke a vape all the way out of the store. You know what I mean? <laughs> or like Joey, Joey's gonna rub natural sunscreen into his arm and then throw a zin in his mouth and drink a beer. <laughs> you know? That's the best. <laughs> Fucking America. You know what I'm saying, dude? You gotta love it. You you choose, your love it. choose your poison. Holy shit, man. Yeah, choose I'm not gonna poison. die. I'm gonna, you, go. you know, you wanna die of mouth cancer instead of yeah, skin cancer. <laughs> Dad, um, we're about to wrap up the podcast here, but um, we have this new segment on the podcast. It's called New Fling, Steady Love, and Old News. And essentially it is, and this is great for you, it doesn't have to do anything with hunting. could be fishing. It could be just like doing chores at the cabin. So like, What's your new thing that you're just all about? Something that you found where you're like, this is unbelievable. Me? Yes. Okay. I'm let always going to use it. Let me, okay. <clears throat> and what I would say right now, we have the North End Lodge. Yep. And the pan fishing has become world class. It's astonishing. You can now catch 12 and a half inch sunnies. You can catch 14 and a half inch crappies. The pan fishing has become unbelievable because of the curly leaf pondweed. So if anybody wants to go fishing, just get a hold of us at North End Lodge. They're on Instagram. Yep. The North End Lodge. Yeah, that's what I wanted to just tout. It's unbelievable. So that's your new fling. That's my new fling. The pan fishing. Versus walleye and perch. The pan fishing is just world class. Mm, so That's so cool. Yeah, it is. And then what's the, uh, what's the consistent in your life where you're like, I can't live without it? Your daughter, your wife, uh, your family unit. Um, Appreciate that. I like being a really big part of your family. You're the next gen. So Judy and I are putting our energy into what God wants us to do, and that's promote the next generation, yours and the one after you, uh, to put our energy there because you guys are raising your children in that fashion. So that's my funnest part of my life right now. So That's, cool. that's, that's the steady love. You're always going to put time in towards that. Seems like it. Okay. Yeah. And then what's, uh, thank you. That's very nice. Um, what's, what's something of the past where you're like, no, never again. Never again. Old news. Like so, something that like you've, you know, maybe you just don't, you don't use it anymore. It's kind of like, you know, something, of, you know, it's not your thing anymore. Dude wipes. <laughs> you're, you're off the dude the old, wipes. The ones that I've already used. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Those dude wipes, I just wiped my head to go there. Those oh, my God. Drugs. We the need old a sponsorship. <laughs> the what old, the fuck? Totally your next what? sponsorship. The old days with drugs and used dude wipes. That's it. Oh. Holy shit. <laughs> he goes, it's old news awesome. is what I just wiped my ass with. I'm done with it. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> well, it's been a lot of fun, boys. Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks for coming on, Dad. Thank you for uh, putting so much into my family unit. Uh, we very much so appreciate it. I don't need to tell you that on the podcast. I think you already know. Yeah. And uh, it's an LG moment. Love you. And uh, thanks again for coming on. Cal, you want to? For sure, boys. Yeah, I think we can. Hold on. Yeah, you got to put, put those back on. You got to put them back on. Why? This is our closing music. You got a closing? This is El Camayon. Yeah. This is how we close every podcast. 
I was having such a bad day one day, Dad. And then I, I go on TikTok and I hear this song. Instantly changed my mood. <laughs> you know where you're having one of those days where it's like world ending? Oh, sure. And it's like, oh. Everything you touch turns to a oh, dude. It's like, just a shit, you know? And then I heard this song and I was like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> so we just started to the podcast with it now. <laughs> oh, I thought it'd be Bob Marley, but for sure you're doing that. Oh, we did listen to way too much Bob Marley at your house. <laughs> It's like the only one thing that was always on the fucking <laughs> the built-in speaker system. Oh my shit, God. guys! Be all right. <laughs> make sure to check us out on all of our channels. We have a brand new YouTube video out, Montana. It's an awesome film, so go check that out. See you guys soon. Hey, hey, Rob, one more thing. Yes, sir.